All right, guys, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Volley. If you've never heard of the Volley app, your life is about to change. Volley is a video messaging platform for communicating with groups, team members, and individuals, and it's blowing the competition out of the water in terms of efficiency. If you like efficiency and productivity, you need to download this app. I just have to say it's a perfect program for organizations and coaching programs. I've been using it for months now, and it's been a game changer for our business. Check it out now for free at volley.app or in the App Store for Apple and Android. And as soon as you join, come find Video Marketing World. We'd love to have you as part of our Volley community. The secret is out. Video is the fastest and easiest way to get your viewers hungry for your product or service. This is the Video Marketing World podcast, and we are 100% dedicated to helping businesses, entrepreneurs, and creators grow their following and turn it into profit. We're going to bring in world-class guests who will educate us on the ins and outs of video marketing and business development, all so we can help you achieve your goals. Whether you want more views, more engagement, lead generation strategies, more profit, or simply to scale your business, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or live stream, we've got you covered. Now let's get to some video marketing. What's up, Video Marketing World? Welcome to the Video Marketing World podcast, where we teach business owners, entrepreneurs, consultants, coaches, exactly like you, how to grow your business using video. And we're doing it all through audio on a podcast. <laughs> how cool is that? You guys, today we're talking about content styles. Like, what? How should you style your content? How, what, what kind of format do you want it in? Do you want it in, in talking head format? Do you want a whole bunch of text? Do you want to be like Mr. Beast? Do you want to not even show your face on your videos? We're going to talk about a few of the different formats and the pros and cons of each and what you should ultimately decide, how you should ultimately decide what type of style is going to work for you. And we're going to get into it right now. All right, you guys, the first style the first content style that I want to talk about is talking head, direct to camera. If you guys ever watch creators like Graham Stephan, like Meet Kevin, like Alex Hermosi, they're all sitting behind a desk talking directly to the camera, to you through the lens. And this is talking head style. Now, there are a lot of different ways that you can enhance the quality, that you can make this type of content better. The things that I would say about this style of content, the pros are that it's very, very simple to create content using Talking Head. And it, there's a routine that goes behind it. You can batch produce your content. You can, you can stage an area of your house or your office that makes it really simple to hop in front of the camera and turn it on and hit record and get going. But there are also some, some cons that kind of come along with it as well. It can become very monotonous for your audience. If you don't have a dynamic personality or you have a lot going on on the screen, it can wear on your audience. They can become uh, stale or stagnant viewers who, or subscribers or followers who don't actually watch all of your content because they feel like they've seen the content over and over and over again. So for creators like Meet Kevin or Graham Stephan, it has forced them into creating content that is more based on trends or on news because now they're bringing the audience in based off of current events, not necessarily on their content style 
in general. And so if you guys want to be successful with Talking Head, you can start with a content strategy that is focused on education and how-to. But I think ultimately, my recommendation would be to move more towards the current event style if you're going to stick with Talking Head. So that way your audience is coming back for more than just watching you sit in the same position every single episode and talk about the same types of things in the education or how-to framework and focus more on the things that are currently relevant. So you become a newscaster. If you look at any major news publication, the reason that they can continue to have the ratings and the success that they do is because they're talking about things that are, are intriguing to people. They're bringing, they're touching on the curiosity factor by talking about current events or things that are dramatic in nature that you would want to tune in for. So my advice with Talking Head is to make sure that you have a content strategy that is going to continue to attract an audience. If you don't have a content strategy that's going to continue to attract an audience, you are going to eventually peak and then you are going to slump into a plateau and you're going to feel really bad about yourself. <laughs> so, so make sure that you got that content strategy lined up. All right, guys, the next content style that I want to talk about is faceless content. Now, this is exactly what it sounds like. This is content that doesn't require you to be in front of a camera. This is content that uses voiceover, that uses scripting, and is very heavy on stock footage or on additional footage or it could even be screen sharing, right? Where it's like, you don't need your face on the camera, but you're showing the audience something that is happening at education, enlightenment, entertainment, some type of a visual element that is being shown on the video as you are talking over the, those visual elements. The pros to this, again, is that you don't have to be on camera. It's also very easy to set up. It's very easy to structure. You can have a format that really, really works. Look at a channel like Charisma on Command. They have a faceless structure where they're just talking about celebrities and the things that they are doing in order to either build confidence or show power or authority. And it's very formulaic, right? The content, you know exactly how the content is going to be structured. There are generally bullet points to make it even more simple so that way the systems can be automated. You can find people who to edit your content in the exact same way. You can find people to write your scripts in the exact same way. And you can produce the content in the exact same way like a machine day in and day out makes it really simple. The primary content, faceless content, is that it's really difficult to build a community around a faceless entity. It's very difficult to build authority and a no like and trust factor around a faceless YouTube channel. So if you are interested in building a faceless YouTube channel or a faceless content marketing strategy, you have to acknowledge that it could A, take a little more time to build up your community and B, you might not have as great of results from the lead generation standpoint, because there is no face that people can look at their eyes and form a relationship with. So just keep that in mind if you are considering creating a faceless social media content strategy. Now, the next content style that I want to talk about is vlogging. Now, before I jump into this content style, I need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Bali. 
All right, you guys, let's talk about vlogging. What is vlogging? Vlogging can take a variety of forms and shapes. Generally, it is more lifestyle oriented where you are taking a camera, whether it's your cell phone or it's a DSLR or it's a Canon M50 or any of the Sony cameras that are handheld that you can take with you. I'm a Canon guy, can you tell? I don't know anything about Sony's. But it's a style where you are taking a camera with you throughout your day and your storytelling is given throughout the day. Your messaging is videoed throughout the course of a day. And sometimes that can be more structured. Sometimes it can be less structured. The pro of vlogging is that you, um, the pro, uh, one of the best things about vlogging is that it's very simple to produce, doesn't require a lot of effort. You can film as you're thinking throughout the day, as you are processing events and things that are happening to you throughout the day, but it can also result in a lot of footage because stories throughout the day generally don't have a beginning, middle, and end that you are aware of before you start recording. And so sometimes a vlog can happen all throughout the day and result in 45 minutes or an hour's worth of footage, whereas talking head content is very structured. It can be 10 to 12 minutes of recording, and then the videos are much easier to cut down because there's an easier format to recognize. The cool thing about vlogs is that they allow you to do things on the go, but the downside is that it can result in more post-production work. So you have to balance whether you want to spend more time pre-producing your content, coming up with content ideas and strategies, or if you want to do more of that on the backside, if you want to spend more time in editing. This depends on your style of editing, your style of content creation. Now let's talk about the different qualities of each, right? If you're talking about talking head, one of the questions that comes up a lot for me is, can I just use my webcam? Can I just record straight to my computer and use my webcam? Uh, yes and no. It all depends on the value that you're offering in your content. If you have an incredible database collection of knowledge that you're sharing that's coming from your head and you've got a really good way of articulating that, then you can record on anything that you want and people are going to tune in. You look at Alex Hermosi, for example, he records on a webcam that's a little bit grainy. He sits in a closet. He's got a nasal strip on and a wife beater and his content absolutely crushes it because he's so good at articulating his thoughts in a way that help people have paradigm shifts, help them create epiphanies. And so if you are talented that way at articulating things that you have to teach, then I would say it doesn't really matter. Now, if you aren't and you need a little bit more you need to be a little bit more heavy-handed on the post-production and the editing, then I would say higher quality is going to serve you better because it makes you look more professional and where your communication style, there might be some deficiencies with it. That's okay because the production makes up for that somewhat. You still have to make sure that your content is super valuable, but you can kind of fudge that a little bit with the production value. With vlogging, uh, same thing. If you have, if you're filming on a, a, a uh, iPhone <laughs> six, for example, and it's a little bit grainy and it's not as high quality, you need to make sure that whatever it is that you're shooting has an e education or entertainment factor that 
far exceeds the need for someone to have a higher production value. The higher production value is going to allow you some flexibility in the value of your content, but not a lot. Uh, What I've seen a lot with people who do vlogging is that they use cool, unique B-roll to try and enhance the quality or the value of their videos. But what's happened over the last 10 years is that everybody has seen really cool B-roll. They've seen really amazing drone shots. They've seen really cool slideshows or time lapses. And so they're immune to the effect that those have on the content. So rather than focusing on getting a whole lot of B-roll, your primary focus should be on how much value can I offer in this content? Where is the value? Is it in the form of education? Is it the form of entertainment? Is it in the form of inspiration? Once you settle on where the value is coming from, it makes it that much easier for people to want to watch your content, no matter what type of content style you have. The last content style that I want to uh, talk about is third-person shooting. So you think about somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, Mr. Beast, he's got a film crew, Logan Paul, all those guys have film crews. Now, the benefit of using third-person shooter is that it makes it look way more professional. It makes you look much larger than life because you have a team, a crew of people who are following you around and helping you create better content. Now, if you don't have the value aspect locked in, you can lose an audience no matter what style that you're shooting in. And if you have a third-party shooter and your videos aren't gaining traction, then it almost makes you look worse than if you were a solo shooter doing a vlog because what happens is there's this perception of big and popular and you have a team And that all contributes to that effect. And if it doesn't reflect in the views, then it can make you look bad from a branding standpoint. So you have to weigh each of these pros and cons into your desired result or outcome for your YouTube channel or for your social following and pick one that makes the most sense for where you are at right now. Most of the time, the most simple way to create content and post it on social media is by doing talking head. It's super easy to set up. Yes, there's more pre-production that goes into it, but it's easier to batch film. It's easier to pre-produce and ultimately it's easier on post-production because the way that you can increase the pacing of your content and keep people engaged, you just need to add more visual elements into your content to break things up, to create pattern interrupts, and then you'll be off and running and, uh, and growing your social media following. So My favorite is actually Talking Head because it's the simplest to produce, but I have a love and appreciation for all types of styles of content. So whatever style you guys decide to incorporate into your content marketing strategy, just make sure that the primary focus is on creating value. That's why people are going to stick around. That's why people are going to fall in love with you and they're going to build that no like and trust factor and want to buy the products and services that you are offering. All right, guys, if you like this podcast episode, please consider leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast hosting platform and share it with a friend. We want more people to enjoy the benefits of this podcast. All right, you guys, have an excellent day, evening, morning. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Video Marketing World podcast. If you could do us one favor, if you got any value out of this podcast, please share it. Share it with another entrepreneur, share it with a business who has no idea what they're doing when it comes to video marketing. This podcast is to help you scale your business, and we want to make sure that it gets out to those people who need it. 
And if you're coming to Video Marketing World next year in Dallas, October 6th through 8th, go to videomarketing.world and you'll see that there are still VIP passes available. We'd love to see you there. And last but not least, make sure the word gets spread by leaving a good rating and a five-star review. See you guys on the next one.